Welcome to the Godcast, shit to be glad about. My name is Natalie Marie and I'm here with my infinite star web weaving darling over on the west coast. Wow, you're so good at introing me, Natalie. I am Hannah Lee. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you. I really see you. It's true. So... Today, listeners, there's going to be a little bit of a lag in Hannah's responses and our go-between, and I invite you to use that spaciousness to take a breath, to remember that there are breaths and heartbeats between everything, all of the happeningness, and our, our sync-up while I'm up here in New Hampshire caring for my father after his surgery is a little... A little wonky sometimes so I'm gonna use the pause to stay grounded today is actually a redo of an episode that we did the other day uh, celebrating friendship and what happened in that first record is that we stayed on the surface and for those of you who know me it's either a fucking deep dive or it's nothing and so we are we're challenging ourselves to get between beneath the waves of the essential friendship and so i'd like to begin with a portion of a rumi poem to kind of set the feasting table that's like the succulent roasted pig at the center with the apple kind of kind of mm. center uh-huh stay together friends don't scatter and sleep our friendship is made of being awake. The water wheel accepts water and turns and gives it away, weeping. That way it stays in the garden. Stay here, quivering with each moment like a drop of mercury. So, friends, listeners, our friendship is made of being awake. So as you listen, as you bring yourself and bring your inner friends, your inner beings who are the ultimate friends, that we, you would stay awake. And in that wakefulness, you strengthen, embolden, enliven, firecracker up the essential friendship that connects all of us. Mm. So Miss Hannah Lee in the spirit of putting firecrackers up one's spiritual butt. Would you begin? Yes, I do want to start. I'm really inspired by the the staying awake that you that Rumi's talking about. Mm. And it makes me think about the the daringness for D, the gesture of daring to trust a friend and to show up with a, a vulnerable spot yeah. that is maybe there's some shame around it or just tender kind of fear around it but showing up to a friend and and trusting them to to kiss it or to love it or to actually facilitate the the growth that that bruise is asking for that tenderness and yeah um do some necessary work exactly yeah i yeah. loved what you were 
just saying when we paused for a minute about how friendship, can, can you just say that again, the hike and the, the temple bit? Really, that was exquisite. <laughs> um, well, I was just, you know, sort of hearkening to this, the, in the journey of life, there are gestures that we do. We're out walking and sometimes we're just chewing beef jerky and sometimes we're peeing and sometimes we're trying to get somewhere and that's what we're doing. And then there are times when we're sitting and we're, we're feasting or we're going to the temple and we're nourishing ourselves. And there's these, these sort of hot spots or appropriate places that we give permission to have next level cathartic happeningness. And for me, a friendship can f kind of be like a temple on the journey where like an, an innocuous friend comes over and is like, hey, I was just stopping in, I'm driving through and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of busy. I was gonna make pancakes, but all right, you know, or whatever, like I'm where I'm at. And then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, tears streaming down my face like oh my god I needed to be seen and just sit with someone and hear your heart oh my god this is so important for me you know like and I never mm -hmm. really and I just you know it's, it, it becomes a temple and so I think that I think you were telling a story about this friendship is a temple for you too and she made her way into the temple and it was daring for her sometimes it feels really fucking daring to go into the temple yeah yeah and i love i love it feels i feel so honored by a friend who shows up in that way for me sharing some some tender bit and i yeah it's like so satisfying because i'm totally. so often the one who's showing up with my tender bits and yeah i love yeah. and you have like alphabetized and organized in a basket and you're like here's my tender <laughs> bits let's start with a <laughs> a is for my areola it's slightly sensitive but the left one has got a new hair. And I'm feeling all these feelings about that. B, B is for this <laughs> sense of breakthrough I just had for my toes. C. <laughs> C is all right, you're on E, um, Yeah, okay, E. Um, I, I don't know why, but I keep getting this image of egrets. Um, it, when I was in Puerto Rico, I was wandering around a lot and um, I had this sense of loneliness when I was there. I was, it was a lonely time for me. It was, I was in a lonely energy. I'd locked myself into a lonely frequency with stories I was telling myself. And so the wandering had a very melancholic, haunted, hungry for connection feeling. And I remember walking down a little like dirt road and it rounded the corner and I could hear the ocean. And I, was, I sort of felt a slight pull towards the ocean, but then I turned left and I saw hundreds and hundreds of, of white egrets um, on all of these uh, trees that had been burned, that had been charred. And they were all together and I just started crying. I just started weeping and I was like, oh my God, I'm so alone right now and I'm pushing everyone away. And I just fell to my knees and just cried and cried and cried. And I think that life gave me an image that was so evocative that it broke the part of me that had been resisting going to the temple that I needed, the temple of togetherness, mm. the temple where um, I don't try to stay lonely and fix everything, and, but I go in and, and with a, a jovial, laughing, trusting energy that we're all part of, like as Rumi says, or Coleman Barks says, we're all part of God's big, funny family. And in that togetherness, and so I went home to the the camp out where we were camping on the beach with all my people and we made a curry and we laughed and I let them in I let me in by being with them and so I love mm. the way sometimes people will see images in paintings 
or pictures of other people on Instagram. And a lot of people are like, oh, don't compare yourself or whatever. But I think there's a deeper thing going on. I think that these these images of togetherness, these images of shared joy are evocative and, and are trying to call mm. us out of habits of loneliness and isolation that are not serving our deepest or most joyful life. Mm. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And I also, I love the feeling of like, joined by the universe in friendship like it's such a Mm. friendly move of the universe to give you to help guide you to all those egrets yeah yeah they were having such a good time together they're just so peacefully on their burned stumps just like snuggled up and I was just like I want to be snuggled up on my burned stumps with my friends and it was just so mm. good to be honest about that. And I wanted to say something w- about your last one, where um, the bravery is not bullshit. Because there's this, so, so here's the piece. We, we go to the temple with the pieces of ourselves that we're barely, barely able to stay awake on, slash not staying awake on at all. But it's ready to come to the light nonetheless, right? Those pieces of ourselves that are just, ego rigidity is done. The greening is starting to happen, but it hasn't really happened in all of our habits are supporting us being shy and pushing people away on this. But when, when it's time to go to the temple of friendship on something, it's ready, but it feels a little bit like you're dying or like they're going to, you know, for me, I'm always like, oh, this is going to change things. They're not going to like me or, oh, you know, or just like a, like a general vaginal nausea that takes over my entire body or something when I think about bringing that bravery and going into the temple and bringing my truth at a deeper level. So I just want to like poetry snaps all over town about that the bravery is a real deal thing and you and you you can't let it stop you from going into the temple because man about eight seconds in you're going to be like ugly crying and snuggled up with your egret on the burnt stump the way you want to be mm-hmm. yes yes i love that and i've felt that very recently yeah. <laughs> we just crying and slowly following in the footsteps of a friend and just waiting outside her house until she came outside and hugged me. <laughs> yeah, right? Because you weren't quite brave enough to knock on her door, but you could just like weep in her general direction and hope she noticed you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes the bravery is only that big, and that's only that, that was big, big enough for me and that it's day. Big enough. Hell yeah. Mm, I love that. Um, I want to riff a little more on like how friendly the universe itself is like what mm. a pal and yeah. what what it feels like like oh my gosh that feeling of walking through the woods and being like oh I'm really ready for a sit and then you see like this tree that has this little divot in it that's just the perfect size for your butt and you sit in it and then it's like Mm. also cradling your head and it's so mossy and it's just like thank you universe it makes you realize like the whole world is like the room of requirement in Harry Potter where you just like need something and then it appears like Harry Potter like needs a whistle and all of a sudden there's a whistle in this room and (laughs) the world is like that like oh Mm. I want like Natalie you tell me about this all the time you're like oh I could use some water and all of a sudden you like kick (laughs) a water bottle with your foot and it's like unopened and you're just like wow thank you Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's really great. I love that. I love that. I, I was always taken when, when I was first learning about poetry in school and they were like that notion of personification when you, a, a style of metaphor where you, you're like, oh, the tree was like an old woman. And, and as I've, you know, come into my own wakefulness at the various levels that I've been able to, I just, yes, yes, the tree is an animated being that is awake and conscious and is playing with us and the the more i step towards that assumption that the world is alive and full of creative awake sentient loving energy that is always in harmony with me the better everything goes it's like this great fullness and i also i love that you brought it to that level let's see efg um all right yeah gargantuan i'm gonna go with i think friendship is actually gargantuan i think it's more gigantic than we can even conceive of and and yet it starts with the tiniest tiniest dust mote of, of an action which is to find the friendship within yourself like when i was carrying a, a thousand chips of loneliness on my shoulder so much so i was driving myself to the earth with the weight of it i was repellent to the beautiful friends who were actively reaching toward me. But I was, mm -hmm. as they reached towards me, my weight made me so hurting. It made me so anxious. It made me so resentful that as they reached towards me, it caught the weight and pain caused a lens to be over my eyes where I resented them and I, I had to judge and blame them. I didn't see the love because I wasn't at the frequency of it. And so mm -hmm. I love that my friendships have grown in quality, depth, vivacity, extraordinary satisfaction, bliss, um, adventurousness, uh, you know, did I say deepening into the soul level like by a million percent in exact tandem with the friendship I have with spirit. And mm. as I've befriended my inner beings, as I've become to rely on them and, and to play with them and to say, like I was just reading a fresh hot off the presses Abe quote from their current, uh, from their recent, um, they're doing the live streams instead of the things right now. And they were talking about like, just say, you know, inner beings, I want, I'd like to see this, or I'd like to experience this in a playful, light way. Like, hey, inner, inner crew, inner, inner, inner homies, can you bring me lasagna? Like, I've been playing with that, and it's been really, <laughs> really, really fun to be like playful and 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 um, uh, I don't know, like so assumptive, like like assumptive in in a way, like like Hannah, you and I are assumptive. Like, if I was down the street from you and I wanted to see you. I wouldn't call or ask or I would just walk in and assume that even mm -hmm. if you were having sex, it would be cool. Like, I just get it. I feel the permissions <laughs> we have with each other. There's like, it would be insulting if one of us called ahead. It would be like, can't you feel how big my permissions are to you? Are you like weird? Are you high? Like, why can't you know that like, or what, like there's such a deep a connection. Yeah, I think yeah. that that r leads right into the H I want to do for the heart bridge where mm -hmm. we hear our friends inside of us and yeah. we've we've internalized their perspective in such a way that it's like oh yep I know I know what Natalie would say about this and mm -hmm. how great that feels and also you you hear when there's there's a pull on it there's like yes. a there's like a please come across the heart bridge come over yeah. here and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear that so much with my friend who lives two doors down that it is just like that it's like not calling because she never has her phone on her and I am always showing him she's like oh I wanted to text you but I couldn't find my phone yep. or my phone's out of battery yep. or whatever it is and uh -huh. it's like so many times she's 
mentally or heart bridge inviting me and I hear it and I show up for it and it's so exquisite those are our best play dates is when there's there isn't a plan but we just hear it yeah and I love um I love the, the, the multi the, the multi fairy the, the multitude of levels that you're speaking to there because like Abraham will say we're talking to y'all on like a whole bunch of levels one of them's going to be what you hear with your ears and at the mind but a lot of them are going to just be at the raw raw dog spirit level and you'll feel it in your body system you'll feel it in your junk you'll feel it in your butt you'll feel it in your spirit's butt you'll feel it and I think that you know we've had a lot of I mean I I think that a lot of my friendships now a little bit happens when we talk but a lot of it happens like in the pureness of experiencing our lives and I'll think a thought about someone and then I'll I'll just savor them for a minute and then I'll get a text or an outer manifestation of the connection we just experienced at the spirit level and it's so rich it's so rich so I think let's end with I which is for intuition and imagination it's a double I like Roman numeral number two um, and I think that um, friendship I don't believe a true friendship is possible between people who are not connected to their intuitive nature and I think that the only way to really 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 step into the temple of a shared friendship with someone is to first be connected to the intuitive urges because then you're harmonized source will like be like go there, do this, move here. And it's like this gorgeous, the most sexiest tango you've ever seen where you are in the thrall of a spirit guidance together, leading you towards your shared joys, leading you towards the catharsis of being seen and heard in a way that you needed to grow to the next level, leading you towards collaborative endeavors that are gonna thrill you so much you like can't even keep being the same size you were. They make you enormouser. And so, and, and then I want to say the double I, which is imagination. For me, a good friendship means I keep imagining us forward. So when I hit a little grumbly spot with a, with a friend that I'm like, oh, judge, judge, judge. In uh, all my friendships go really well when I use the superpower of imagination and say like, well, what would it be like if we had, if we were at the next level, if we'd grown past this, if we were not feeling defensive with each other, but we were at this loving, open having received the gift space and then one week later we're having that conversation i'm like wow man we just leapt together our friendship temple held us in place while we took the leap into faith that's amazing that's so fun so i love the roman numeral two this is brought to you by sesame street is brought to you by the letter the roman numeral number two intuition and imagination those are the those are the key pathways into the the temple of friendship so Mm. There's all that. Amen. I said all those words with my mouth. Ah. Mic drop. Mic drop. So, beautiful friends, we wanted to honor um, our friend, who Shelby, who is uh, turning a number, probably. I think that's how it happens. But she's having a birthday. And we love this her, her music, her depth of collaborativeness. Man, that girl, that girl is like a river. She'll just run right through you. She joins in collaborative projects with a kind of vigor and beauty I mean it's like I'm thinking of it and I'm like I don't know who else does it at this level it's astonishing it's so satisfying to be joined by her and so Shelby we're Mm -hmm. dedicating this episode to you on your beautiful birth and we love that you how many times you bring us into the the friendship temple um, and and the song that fills the temple as you begin to laugh 
Mm, we love you, Shelby. We love you, Shelby. Okay, so this song is for Miss Shelby Lynn. We love you, listeners. Hi, dear. One Woo! little last note about this song you're about to hear is that it's um, a recording of Shelby at a party late at night. A lot of people had already left, and there was a sweet little conversation going on near us. Um, and I just I love that this is the song for the friendship episode because you can hear the friendship in the background, and it sounds it sounds so comforting and alive in the stuff of life. And I love that Shelby's song is about a melancholy moment or morning and I think um we touched on that in the episode the feeling of showing up for our friends when we are for them when they're melancholy and allowing our friends to see us when we're melancholy and be the uplifters the the temples that can help hold us and help us grow here you go enjoy Oh, 
that bit. Yeah, yeah it's brilliant. Yeah, it's about <sighs> living, living your life. Thank you like, so much. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna live.